News Talk K57 is 570 AM KGUM Hagatnya Guam. Vet Talk is back. Tune into Vet Talk with Tom Devlin, Sean Watson, and Johnny Tulai Titano every Wednesday from 6:30 to 8 p.m. Vet Talk is back Wednesday nights on News Talk K57. Talk show. This is Guam's only vet talk show, and I'm Johnny Atulai Titano, and I, I'm skipper of the ship tonight because uh, our main man Sean, he has a he has a problem, not a problem, but he's got a situation at home with his mother, and we we really hope that she's uh, coming around and going to be okay. She's in her she's in our prayers and our thoughts, and across from me is. This is Tom Devlin. I'm one of the members of the Military Order Purple Heart on Guam. Oh, I forgot to say that. Yeah, I'm I'm with the Military Order Purple Heart too. You're you're, <laughs> yeah, you're in charge of one of the chapters. Yeah, they gave me this thing, Shawnee. I really miss you already, buddy. How's your chair? <laughs> if I disappear, let me tell you something. There's an alligator under here that keeps pulling on my legs. I know. You seem to you seem to be shrinking like a midget. <laughs> slow down, slow down, midget. Yeah. So anyway, we're well, back to K57. Vet Talk Show, uh, we got to do our thing. We're streaming on K57.com, Facebook at News Talks K57, and also on Channel 2, the Weather Channel. My girl forgot to put it in there, man. Yeah, way to go, Jazz. <laughs> our number is 477-5757. If you're going to call in with any questions, don't make them hard and talk to me about tax and revenue. Call Patty in the morning. She got all the answers for that. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Okay, um, any messages, Tom? Well, the uh, first announcement I'll make is the Veterans Commission. 
Mm. That's going to be held on the 26th of the, this month at 3 o'clock in the afternoon at the uh, Governor's Conference Room. What do you think of the last meeting? I, I had a feeling you were going to ask me that. Oui. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised. I was sitting at the back of the bus, so to speak, just watching. I think this is just me now. I think they may be taking too much on. That's just the look, you know, the outside of looking in, because mm -hmm. I've been sitting there many, many years. What I would suggest to them is the, the bill that they submitted to the legislature. They're going to have to resubmit the bill again because once one legislature, you know, moves on. Resubmit that bill. Go down there, whoever you appoint, go down there and talk to the various senators, Republicans and Democrats, and say this is the, what we would like to change and this is the reason why we'd like to change it. That doesn't mean they're going to agree with everything the commission wants. Mm -hmm. But we have to do that. That bill was submitted to the commission about three to four years ago, and we're still talking about the same thing. Well, you, you know, we got a new skipper at the helm down there at the, at the vet, vet's office, and I, I really admire and I respect what he's doing, and I, I'm really happy with the way he's turning this, turn it around. And the fact of the matter is that we need to make the vet commission an administrative department with an administrative leader relation to the governor and this is a uh, he brought that to mind and i said we've been spinning our wheels for the last five well, years that's that's the problem yeah we keep spinning our wheels and when you look in that room a lot of the veterans are that represent veterans organizations mm -hmm. they're our age oh yeah they're basically they're, they're our age and the problem is we're getting we're getting tired we're getting old we're getting tired and you don't see the new blood from a lot of these veterans organizations because they themselves are having problems attracting younger people. And who do we, who do we, who do we, who can we, I, I hate to use the layman term, blame for this? Our leaders? Now, for instance. I mean, political leaders, is that what you're saying? Or, political or, leaders, military leaders? I think, what, what I, I think uh, if you have to lay blame, I'll go back to when you and I were discharged. Many times, 50 years ago, buddy. Right, you're right. That's right, 50 years ago. And what were we labeled when we came back from Vietnam? You know the, the name. Baby killers whatever. and things like yeah. that, yeah. And a lot of your large veterans organizations didn't want to have anything to do with this. You remember that. If you, especially in the States, if you filled out an application to join the organization, they really didn't want the Vietnam veterans because of whether they agreed with the war, didn't agree with the war. And... We knew that, but some veterans held on, and they said, like I used to tell you know, some of the members, eventually you're going to die, and I'll be taking your place. Well, we're, and I did it in a joking, hanging, yeah. I did it in a joking manner, but I was, I was serious. Yeah. And then what happened? The Vietnam veterans actually took their place. So I think it's almost a generational. One, one group of veterans feels that maybe the other group didn't deserve what they get, or their war was was worse than this war. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Yep. That's, that's the human approach to it. But I think we have to find a way as a community, and that's Guam and the states, how can we bring people together? Because if you don't have young people, I'll give any primary example, military of Purple Heart, mm -hmm. which you and I are more familiar with that. Than mm -hmm. How many young, and I quote, young people, 
30 years in the 30s and 40s we had a few join yeah we had a few join but right. they dropped out because right. of the you know and i understand the reason right, yeah, too we do, because yeah. they mix they don't want to mix too well with oil and vinegar and the old people the old people got their right. old stories and stuff right. like that that's understandable yes but today when when we look at the vet commission it's the same thing yes. it's it's the same with our organizations and our commission and we attribute to that because nobody wants to mix with the old guys but we're there and we really do care i yeah. got seven grandsons in the military and i'm yeah. i mean carrying the flag for them when you go there you can't you care about what happens but the commission as an entity has got to speed things up well and hope. say we can't talk about the same thing for three to four months well rome wasn't built in no day. but we the problem is we've been trying to build this bridge for a long, for many many years yeah. and You've got this, you have to start, do the job, whatever the job is, and complete it, and then submit it. Because the hardest problem, I don't, is talking to 15 elected leaders. Mm -hmm. Because they're the ones that you have to convince to change certain things. And you're not going to convince everybody. And that's fine. That's life. We can agree to disagree. Yeah. But certain things have to be changed. And we've had this conversation, even on a radio show, for 15 years. Yeah. And yeah. I talked to Art Mesa. I talked to him Monday. How's he doing? Good, in Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. And he said, how, said Art, how long have you been off the island now? Well, he said, about eight so, years. Yeah, about eight, eight years. years. Yeah. He said, did they ever change that law? I said, no. no. Tom, we worked on that when Art was in living on Guam for many, many years. Yeah, well, hopefully with Tim, under the leadership of Tim, we can get this thing. Tim Ogden, who's a director of Veterans Affairs down at the Veterans Office, is like today. Let me. I got a couple of things hey, to say. Ahead. Today, I, uh, well, yesterday, I made my regular trip, weekly trip, and went to the cemetery, talked to the boys down there. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, boys, I can't remember your names, but I, I, I see the faces. And the place looks immaculate. The place looks, if you want to put me and bury me there, bury me there. Because I'll tell you what, the place looks nice. And I applaud the effort that's being made to get it there under the leadership of Tim Ogden again. And uh, also, speaking of uh, this weekend, Saturday, Scamby's going to be memorialized. They're going to bring his remains and put it in that, uh, what do you call that? Colibarium? Is it a colibarium? I don't know what you call it. Well, I'll, I'll say colibarium since you don't know. And it looks maybe like I'm a small apartment or something. The colibarium. Colibarium, okay. I, that's what I call it. I mean. And that's going to be happening at Saturday, 9.30 a.m. And I think this is being... The the whole event's being produced by uh, Frank Solace, mm -hmm. Warrant Officer 2, 3, uh, Frank Solace mm -hmm. and the Marine buddies of his and everything, with uh, a lot of guys that are ex-Marines and soldiers and knew Scamby as a man and a respected military colonel in the, in the Marine Corps. And again, kudos goes out to his wife, Rosie. Rosie, if you're listening, we love you, girl. Uh, oh. Admiral Manoni's leaving. Yes. One of the most respected, and I'll tell you, really transparent and an officer and a gentleman and living up to every minute of the word, an officer in the Navy. And uh, we wish him bon voyage to his next destination. And uh, whoever's relieving him, welcome aboard. We hope to get to meet you. It's been... Uh, Two, three years. We haven't met the tag on National Guard. We don't know. 
two-star general, and we still haven't met her. She hasn't sent. She hasn't even sent a representative, or the general of the Air Force. No. You know, none of these guys leave anything for us to to lean on, to believe in. I I don't you know. know. I I mean, I can't. And it's not because of a lack of invitation, because I've, I've no, invited them myself. I, I, you're right. You're 100% right. And I, I can't put my foot on it. I, I just don't understand. I mean, uh, a lot of the, the veterans feel the way the Air Force handled the COVID situation with letting the veterans on the base. Mm-hmm. That disjointed them, and you know that, you know. Well, I was hoping that the, the organiza- Air Force organization, yeah. but they're not. I didn't even notice them at the... Were they at the commission yes. meeting? They yes. were there, okay. The representative was there. And um, the National Guard, you know, we used to have Goldhorn come on the show almost all the time. Yes. And Admiral uh, Minoni's been on yeah. twice. And, and, and many, many of the uh, National Guard people, mm-hmm. I'm going back, you know, 10 mm-hmm. years maybe, they felt uh, Goldhorn was a soldier's soldier. Yes. That's how they felt about him. And Goldhorn was in charge of a mass, an army mass unit in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So he, he, you know, he was no slouch. He saw the, the young men coming in oh, yeah. all blown apart and trying to save as many as they could. And those that they didn't save, well, they tried to, you know, do the best they could with, you know, for the family. So he knew what it was like to serve. Mm-hmm. And he knew what uh, war meant. He knew what, uh, what happens when you send young people to war. They don't always all come back the same way they went. And he realized that. Uh, but now, uh, no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't been contacted by anybody at the National Guard. No, as if they're scared of us, or right. They, and the same know. thing on the Air Force. Now, is that re- a, is that a, is that a is that a rollover from the from the community? I mean, they're scared of the community. They're scared to talk. Come on to the. Well, I don't know because show. I remember years ago, you and I would go on the Air Force base, and when you know, yeah, the Air Force general, and they would give it. We have lunch there. Remember yes. that? Yes. Yes. Very courteous and, and kind. And then they had and um, retirement day. You remember those festivities, exactly. right? Yes. Yes. And well, you're uh, giving away your right, age here, Tiger. Right. And then they they also <laughs> had um, uh, Armed Forces Day. We would be yes. on a on the flight line. We get a tour of the uh, the di- different aircraft. Yeah. And uh, everybody got along. What's happened? And I don't. I say the responsibility is for the military, the Air Force, and the National Guard. Mm-hmm. Their PIOs have got a contact. Well, also, let's not forget General Bloss Camp. Somebody up there, come down and talk to us. Tell them how you're proceeding with everything. You know, right. we'd well, like we, to we, know. But we have had Marines, open a dialogue. We've had the Marines come on the show. They have been on the show. They have. I've interviewed them. They have been on the show. And they gave us you know, an update as to what, you know, what uh-huh. was going on. Well, that was that was before my time, because I don't recall seeing right. any Marines here. Right, but they were. They were here. Okay. But what about the Air Force? Never. Never. What about the National Guard? And they just sent off a contingency. Yeah, right, the Red Horse. The Red, Red Horse. The Red Horse right. security to... Wherever. Wherever. Baghdad yeah. or mm-hmm. Afghanistan and stuff. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah. So I think they sh- the, the PIOs of these various organizations should, you know... You know, drop us a line. Drop a line. Give know. us a call. They, they can get our email address. Yeah. I tried I tried getting up to see the tag uh, before COVID last year. Right, yeah. Just to yeah. say hi and how's mm-hmm. everything going and, then, you know, anything you want to pass a message to the boys overseas. Yeah. Because we're, we're being uh, broadcasted around the All world. Over, yeah. All over. Around the world. Yeah. But it's... Uh, Somehow it just it just went south, as they say, and, yeah. I, and I, I don't know where it went south. Well, but I talked to Art Monday, and yeah. 
And he was uh, talking about the, what's going on in Tucson, Arizona. Okay. Uh, the veterans in Arizona were getting the uh, vaccines. Uh-huh. Uh, he said uh, they're being called. Also, the veterans are getting the vaccines in Hawaii. So he asked me how the veterans are doing on Guam. I said, well, they're not getting the vaccines from the CBOC clinic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you mean? I said, well, <clears throat> that was the game plan. Suppose they don't have enough refrigerators. And I said, we had the, uh, an admiral, the Navy admiral, and said, they have more than enough refrigerators to get that done. Mm-hmm. Let's say you have roughly 3,500 veterans that use a CBOC clinic mm-hmm. for their medical. Well, those are the ones that you would call in to get the vaccine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it hasn't been done. Well, check out this editorial. Monday, March 8, 2021. A new VA wait time scandal is brewing. Oh. Now, you got that other paper that says, you know, we got more controversy coming. Yes, I know. Check this out. The COVID-19 pandemic has led to the cancellation, delay, or rescheduling of almost 20 million medical appointments for the veterans. Now, you imagine, 20 million? And we got, what, 18,000? That's like the money coming to Guam. 23 million here, 10 million here, there's this here and this here. Where's it at? Show me the, show me the money. Yeah, all right. 20 million medical appointments for veterans. And that, part of that is a result of many Veterans Affairs medical facilities being fully or partially shut down because of the pandemic. But that's only half the story. And if you guys are interested, stay alive. Read the news. I know it all isn't this real, but uh, well, it's, it's I'll, interesting. I'll give you a side story. Go ahead, Tom. I had my primary care physician. From, I thought I was talking to somebody from the CBOC. I was talking to somebody from, from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. This is December 1st of last year. Okay. okay. I went, you know, the teleconference, whatever you want to call it, over the phone. Zoom, zoom in. That's whatever. The thing, I don't zoom. know, whatever the hell. I don't care anymore. <laughs> uh, call it what you want. And um, I thought I was talking to somebody in the CBOC on Guam. But, mm-hmm. I, but then I looked at the phone number on my phone. I go, I had like an 808 or something like that. I said, where are you? And the doctor said, I'm here at home. And I go, what? At home. I'm working from home. Mm-hmm. I said, where are you, though? I'm in Hawaii. And she said this, uh, you know. And then she said, would you like a blood pressure cuff? The last time your blood pressure was checked by a medical doctor. It was two and a half years ago mm-hmm. because of the appointment schedule and things like that. So I said, okay. So she says, what's, what's your weight? When was your last time you weight? I don't weigh myself, you know. Don't be telling me. You got to stay within normal, you know. Yeah, but I'm just saying. So she says, okay, we'll send you an extra large blood pressure cuff. <laughs> now, this was December 1st. Do you know when I got that blood pressure cuff? When? Two weeks ago. Well, you got it. You got it. You know how much a blood pressure cuff costs? Thousands and thousands of dollars of, of research to develop that pressure yeah, cup. Yeah, yeah. Well, if that's what you think, I'm worth every penny of it. Oh. Oh, we got a call. Okay. Stand by. Ah, okay, here we go. Hello, K57 Vet Talk Show. This is Johnny. Hey, Johnny. Good evening. Good evening. How are you guys doing so far? So far, so good. We're kicking it, but we really miss Sean. All right. Yeah, I heard about that earlier, what you guys were saying, and uh, my prayers go out to uh, 
his family and his mom. Thank you. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. What can we do for you tonight? Well, ours is kind of interesting because uh, when the governor did her address, I don't know if I missed it or anything, but I never heard one thing about what she's going to do for the vets on one. Not one thing was mentioned. You know, we, not even about trying to help us get a a, a VA hospital in Guam. Well, Eddie, so I don't know where does the veterans come in when she tried to address the island and not mention anything about the veterans at all. Well, Eddie, to be honest with you, I didn't I didn't listen to it. Did you listen to it, Tom? No, I didn't. I I just I just, I, I got busier things to do. Well, chop wood and feed the My pigs reasoning would tick me off. It just ticked me <laughs> off. With, with, I, I get where you guys are coming from. No, what ticked me but, off. But seriously, you know, I didn't hear nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. Well, no. I don't know what to say, Tom. I mean, Eddie, I don't know. I really don't know what to say. It's, the lack of interest kind of displays a little bit of what they believe in. Yeah, why, why aren't we getting any senators... Uh, coming up to the show to at least talk about what they can do for the vets. Well, I'll answer that one. Tom got it. It, We can't really blame the senators right now because for the last, let's say, for argument's sake, a year, uh, we were only allowed to bring so many people into the studio. We couldn't bring any guests actually into the studio. That's only changed recently, let's say, in the last three weeks. So yeah, but they don't even call in to say anything, nothing at all. Well, because uh, the issue with that is I can't answer for them. They, they like to do things on Zoom. Here, most of us are not going to do things on Zoom. Uh, I think the veterans want to hear from them in the studio. And, um, you know, I, don't, I can't answer for them. They have to answer for themselves. They have to take the responsibility for themselves. They know when the show is on. Yep. They know the time... Because when it came for re-election, they, a lot of them wanted to get on a show, and we accommodated them as much as we could, but then the virus kicked in, and we couldn't bring any guests on. But mm-hmm. we did accommodate uh, some elected officials, whether Republican or Democrat. And uh, we're going to remember that also. And okay. hopefully they remember. Okay, Eddie, getting back to, to what, you was, what you were addressing, the governor's uh, thing, I guess that answers it. Um, listening to the... Listening to uh, what's his name earlier show, Tony Lamarine. Patty and Tony and you know I'm I I work in the Batcave, and I listen to the radio all day and there was yeah. a lot of confusion. Yeah, I do the same thing. A I, lot of I, things. I that, mainly listen to Tony. Yeah. And, and Patty, like you said, you know, because that's where we 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 really get our information on what's going on and what's happening on the island. Exactly. And they you tell, know, they'll and, tell you the truth. They're, they're doing a good job. Yeah, they'll tell you the we, truth. Because we need people like that to let us know uh, what's going on on our island and what's going to benefit us day by day. Yes. Okay, Eddie, listen, we're going to let you go. we got other callers on the line. All right, and, thanks, uh, guys. You have a safe one, okay? Be safe. Yes, sir. Okay. How do I do this now? Hey, this is magical. <laughs> you 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 catch his point? I know. Yes. She I, tried to cover all the bases, from what I understand. Listening to the listening to uh, what's his name? Uh, this one after um, Patty. Uh, mm-hmm. Good kid. Good kid. 
Probably so. Holy What are you talking about? A brain fart, man. I just, everything went blank. That happens when you become 59. Yeah. But uh, he was he he was commenting about the lack of this and that mm -hmm. and uh, certain subjects that sh the governor didn't cover, and so uh, what can we say? We're low low on the totem pole as far as her concerns are. Well, um, I was told by an individual that's in the know, mm -hmm. and this person gave me their own personal opinion. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you who. Oh come on! Tom. No. It but ain't no this fair. Person, you, 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 I know. But this person said, elected leaders on Guam, generally speaking, feel the veterans are low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging fruit? Yeah. What the hell does that mean? That means they're not really, you know, they're there, but we don't really want to be bothered with them. Just call it cosmetic and they yeah, look nice. I mean, we have to deal with them because we have to deal with them politically because it's votes. But other than that, we don't give a damn one way or the other. How much money do we bring in every year, Tom? Over I, 55. 55 million gazegos, man. That's a lot of dinero. And somehow we have to change that attitude if it exists. If it actually exists, well, we have to change it. we got to start positive, and, and, and we, we need to create a, a new uh, department called the Vets Department of Guam and be in association with direct reply from the governor, then so be it. Because that's, we've been spinning our wheels for the last 10 years under the leadership of different commissioners on the commission. And where are we? We're still dead in the water. Yeah. So this is, now it's time, what do they say in the Marine Corps? We do it or get off the pot. Yep. You know, One way or another. And we're spinning remember, our wheels. And we also have to remember when the governor, you know, was elected, she gave her island address. Mm -hmm. Remember that island address, that sort of uh, wasn't a very good feeling with a lot of the veterans on the commission. Well, we got a complaint because, tonight. Because she fe uh, they felt that she wants to have her own group in there, people that she picks in there. And the one thing about the commission, and you and I both know, they're Republicans on that commission and Democrats, but they're veterans first. They're not Republican veteran or Democratic veteran. That's true. And, <clears throat> you know, you have to have the impartially. And you and I both know when it comes to governors appointing people, who are they generally going to appoint? Whatever party they represent. Yeah. And the commission has got to be nonpartisan. And I've been into many meetings, and they don't they don't mention Republican, veteran, Democrat. They don't. That you've been there yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not talked about. And I think um, she didn't do herself a favor by saying that. I I don't think she did herself a favor I think it was bad advice whoever made the speech up for her mm -hmm. to put that in there I think someone on her staff just said don't put that in there because sometimes it's the perception that gets you into trouble it's not what you do it's how they perceive you're going to do it or mm -hmm. what you're going to do now you and I have been to commission meetings before the virus we were you know at commission course, we've been going for the last 10 years how many years? times have we asked her to come down and just say hello She's only 50 steps away. Her office is and right what, there. What did the chairman of the commission say last month when that was brought up? His words were, she says she's too busy, but yet she's too busy to see the commission 50 feet away, mm -hmm. but yet she can go up to the airport mm -hmm. for a ribbon-cutting ceremony. Yeah. Well, that's... She that hurts. She, she figures she's going to get more money from well, the airport. I understand it, but that hurts. And, you know, that hurts votes. That, the veterans, 
are conscious of this. They understand this. And the problem is when you disrespect them or when they feel you're disrespecting them, they don't forget. You and I have been to many, many meetings. And the viciousness comes out. You not, you and I both know it. Oh, yeah. And what the words that they use are not very appropriate. You and I can't, you know. But they can, they're saying it because they're saying it after the meeting. They're saying it just as you and I are talking. They're just talking amongst other veterans. Mm-hmm. And if you have staff members that don't understand that, they don't get that, you're going to have a serious problem, whether you're a governor, lieutenant governor, or a senator, or a legislator. Well, you know what? Tell me. Getting what. back to Admiral Manoni. Yes. I still want to give him some more accolades because he was very, 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 very transparent. Well, he was up front. And he, 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 he handled this COVID thing from the Theodore Roosevelt to the handling of the bases so professionally. And like he said, he didn't have no rule book. No, but he didn't well, have a Bible. But or then anything. he said, when things went wrong, that was on his watch, and he yeah. takes the responsibility. Exactly. He didn't throw it off on a staff or, or somebody else or a petty officer. Oh, we got a news break, Tom. So blame me now. Yeah, it's your fault. Okay. So this is K57 News Talk, taking a news break. 570 AM KGUM Hagati Guam is News Talk K57. The views expressed on this show belong to the show host, guests, and callers and do not represent Sorensen Media Group in any way, shape, or form. This show serves in the public's interest and SMG reserves the right to maintain control of the show as to keep within the guidelines of the FCC. If you have any comments or complaints, you can contact SMG. At SMG, we strive to present the best product we can. We value your opinion and we thank you so much for listening and tuning in to News Talk K57. Okay, welcome back to K57's Veterans Talk Show. 
We're streaming live on K57.com, Facebook at News Talk K57, and also on Channel 2, the Weather Channel. And our number to call is 477-5757. And like I said before, don't give us any hard questions. I'll just refer you to Patty Arroyo in the morning, or Polly, Polly Suba. Okay, where were we? Now we're back to public affairs and intergovernmental affairs. Tom's got a message for us from the federales. Well, the feds are um, setting up a commission. This is the first time they've done it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to interpret it my way. For the uh, next uh, Undersecretary of Veterans Affairs for Health. All right. Uh, they're setting up a commission. The person will serve at the pleasure of the President of the United States. Also, John has this printout. It's uh, a printout with the qualifications they want from the individual. Got all the qualifications, all the things that they want from the person, except it doesn't have the salary. I wonder what they would pay someone like that. I don't know, but looking at the budget, annual budget of 61 billion pesos. Yep. And what I'm saying is the person, whoever gets that position, and then, as you said before, we may be having problems that we had 10 years ago, 11 years ago, with appointments, mm-hmm. you know, for various yeah. reasons. Yeah, um, you know, uh, I remember uh, the general who was in charge of Veterans Affairs at the time was General Shiseki. And you yeah. were at that meeting at Adelope, I believe it was. Hey, slow down. You keep getting me involved. Yeah, because in you were there. You were sitting right across from me. And you were giving me the evil eye. Yeah. And uh, we were complaining about appointments at the Seabach Clinic and a lot of other things. And uh, he came on a radio show. I remember he came on a radio show. And then we had a dinner at uh, Adeloup. Yeah. Calvo was the uh, governor at the time. Yeah. Eddie Calvo. Yeah. And I got so bad that uh, when he went to Washington, D.C., the President Obama got involved. And President Obama called him to the White House. And more likely than not, I wasn't in the room, but the two went into a room, and only the President came out of the room. And Mm -hmm. Shinseki wasn't the Secretary of Veterans Affairs, after the President spoke to the general public. Well... And one of the reasons that, uh, I guess the general said, well, my staff didn't tell me anything. Uh, Wonderful. Wonderful. Four-star general. Well, we get that from a four-star. What do we get from a two-star? That's exactly right. So when they they decide to, uh, you know, nominate these people, I like them to have certain qualifications. But also, the staff that they work for should tell these individuals what's going on, good and bad. Not everything is bad, but you have to have staff that tell you what you don't want to hear when things are crapping out. Mm-hmm. And that's telling me, oh, everything is hunky-dory, everything is happy, all the veterans love us. We're doing a fantastic job. But then when you go back and you ask the veterans, and you know the answer, oh, they can't get this, they can't get that, they can't get this. And when it keeps piling on and piling on, you say to yourself, there's something wrong here. Not everything is going to work perfectly, but when too many things don't work, you may have an issue that you have to further, you know, investigate. I hear you, Tom. And you know what? Thinking back in the last 10, 20, 15 years, mm-hmm. the improvements that I've seen with, within our island, mm-hmm. aside from the political differences and the political hang-ups that we got, I've, I've seen a lot of improvements in our service to our vets and and people just like today i would like to i would like to send out kudos 
to Daphne Shimizu and her crew. Up there at Tax and Revenue, the licensing and registration of vehicles, and the lovely Filipina lady that took care of me and Bobby. Got in there at 8, made an appointment last week sometime. Got in at 8, we were out at 10 minutes to 9, and we registered three buggies, three buggies. And everybody was courteous, respectful, and very professional. And as far as I'm concerned, to the guy that was calling in and crying to Tom, Tony Lamarena this afternoon, I don't know what your problem is, but a lot of guys are Karens. Isn't that what they call them? They call them Karens. They cry about no. all I, call, I call them other things, but you're, you're, you're so polite tonight for some reason. I mean, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you're right, though. They do call them Karens. Isn't that right? Yeah, they yeah. call them Karens. Right. Cry babies. But he's, so, but he's so polite tonight. He, other, you know, oh, give me a break. If he was on this side with me, I know what he would call them. And we all do. We but, all do. But to you're Daphne. so nice tonight, John. <laughs> Sean, will you come back, please? We miss you, guy. Yeah. Hope Mama's getting better, please. But kudos to Tax and Revenue, Daphne Shimizu and your crew. Yeah. I told you I was going to give you. I told Bobby I'd give you a shout out. And that's you did the right thing. Yeah. Not all government employees are bad people. They're not. No, no, they're not. And uh, you know it. And, and some, I didn't hear no pissing and moaning and yeah. screaming and hollering and. And as it goes on, nasty, that's that. You know, it'll, it'll get better. I didn't. And from what I gathered, they're in the process. In the process of moving the registration to some other place. Yeah. I don't know where, but some other building, wherever, wherever it is. I don't know. I, you know. Well, the one gentleman that called in this afternoon, he had it all multiplied and divided and everything yeah, and said well, it's going to take five years to catch up, which is true. So yeah. they, But they understand it. They understand it. Because that's money for them. Yeah. I had to cough up some Gitas today for three buggies. Yeah, but it was so professionally and responsibly done. I have nothing to say bad about those people. They're great. Yeah. Okay. Admiral Winoni Cemetery looks beautiful. Kudos to the boys down there. Let's don't forget Scamby's Memorial Saturday, 9.30 a.m. Brian, I'm going to apologize on the air tonight. I'm sorry I missed the meeting last night. And, that's, and, and I really enjoy the meetings with the VFW. For you guys that are... that. Uh, want to join in a really exemplary outfit the uh, vfw veterans of foreign wars is is a very exemplary organization i en i enjoy going to them commission meeting 26 and and also on the 26th on the 26th that walk for john conception roger that let's okay. don't forget johnny and his boys and yep. his efforts to I understand. I heard rumor control that he's doing real well in organizing the boys with exemplary leadership. He's he's handing this to his sergeant and his mm -hmm. the guys and everything. That's good. He's doing a great job. I like to, I like I like to hear positive things. That's I do a, too. I not love everything it. is negative, but sometimes you get jaded. Well, you know, every time I come in and I look at you and you hand me this fistful of stuff over here, you know, it's, it's like I'm going back to school. What is this? I'm back in school. But you were so good in school. Oh, yeah, that's why you were sure, Navy. right. That's why you were the the elite, a Navy corpsman. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> Talk to Bobby about that. Okay, callers, you can call us at four seven seven five seven five seven. You have, got something on your mind locally? I've got, got something. on Oh, my mind. Tommy's got something. Go ahead, Tom. The uh, Office of Public and Intergovernmental Affairs. The VA fights back against predatory claims assistant practices. You don't have that. 
Oh, I didn't want to okay. frighten you. Uh, right now, they, they're having a problem with a lot of people wanting to say they want to help veterans. They're yeah. charging them money. Yeah. They're not qualified. They're not certified. Yeah. They just want, it's a money operation. Everything's about money. Right. And also, if the veterans go to the veterans' webpage, uh-huh. all things being equal, if it's updated, they'll be able to find out who are the accredited service officers and lawyers that can handle claims in their particular vicinity. Mm-hmm. It's a list that they have to go through. The VA doesn't update it every day. Mm-hmm. Probably gets updated once every six months. Because someone is not on that list does not mean they're not accredited. It's just the nature of the, of the beast. But it's out there. Also, are you ready for this? Go ahead, hit me. This is the section that Sean hates. That's why I didn't give it to you. The Office of Inspector General. Ooh. Would you like to do this or you want me to do it? You got the lead, brother man. Okay. Well, the Office of Inspector General does a lot of audits and evaluations, basically on complaints. Mm-hmm. And sometimes these complaints, they're complaints, but they're not, they're not valid. And sometimes the Inspector General says what the person said is not true. It's not, mm-hmm. They can't prove it. But some of these have been proven. Inadequate oversight of the medical surgical prime ventus program distribution fee. VA, the Veterans Administration, did not ensure facility staff properly reviewed prime veterans invoices and distribution fees. They lost money. They lost millions and millions of dollars. That's just, and I'm just summarizing it. Colonoscopy reprocessing at multi-specialty community-based outpatient clinics. Mm-hmm. Basically, the people that shoved the pipe up your butt <laughs> that basically, right? That's, they weren't uh, given proper training. Mm. They weren't giving it uh, advanced training. Okay. So they were doing this, and uh, they, they shouldn't have been doing this without the proper oversight and training in general. Uh, VA did not consistently comply with skills, certification mandates for compensation and pension claims processes. Too many of the veterans' employees that do compensation and claims were not certified up to the standards that the VA says they should be certified. They're not certifying in-house very well. Mm-hmm. They have to rebrand them and recertify their training better than what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's just my interpretation. These are reports that are three and four. The reports themselves are on like 70 pages. I'm not going to read 70 pages. I'm just going to give the, the overview of what, what's in these reports. But people are checking the VA. The Inspector General is checking the VA itself based on complaints that other people, other veterans, call in. I remember I gave you a list uh, a month ago about people going to jail. You had that list and you were like staggered. <laughs> yeah. Tom, do you really want me to read this on the air? No, I don't want you to read it on the air. I just want you to have well, an idea if this is going on. The thing is, they got caught. They got caught. They got caught. They Good got for caught. them. And they ought to yeah. hang them. Right. And they don't catch everybody, but when they do catch them, they, they pay and they, they pay big time. Yeah. So And the VA is cleaning house. And they've always been doing it. But we seem to process on the VA does nothing for the veterans. And that's not true. Okay, we got a phone call okay, on line one, and this is uh, Stephen on the topic 
Okay, Stephen. Good evening, Stephen. Stephen and uh, uh, Bush, thank you, veteran, for everything that possibly you guys have done in the Guam and the U.S. Okay. Yeah, the veterans. Okay, thank that's you. That's the meaning of um, saving Guam from the war. Yeah, that's what I was raised up. The veteran in Guam. Okay. You know, we really have, you guys really have Guam in a way that served the military. And, uh, thank you. Okay. Well, my other topic, sir, yes. is raising Guam and this spaceship, man, in the 80s. Everything was good. But it's hard. It's the expense. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Stephen. Huh? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, English, this is the, the federal should help Guam and the, 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 the expense because we have problem in Guam that is so expensive. So we have to find out a way and ask the federal to help us. That is all. But thank you, Bernard. That's the reason why Guam is a freedom across the U.S. and the freedom. Thank you. Okay, well, thank you for your call, Tom, uh, Stephen, and you have a safe evening, okay? Okay, all right. Kind of hard to understand Stephen, but uh, he was giving accolades to the fact that uh, evidently somebody's helping him do something, do right. Okay, yeah. Is there any other callers? Nobody? Oh, it's off. Okay, one... Uh, where were we? You were talking about all those bad boys in the federalities got caught yes. and they're hanging. Good. Shoot them all. Anyway. I just love it when you become so Christian on the show, John. It just it tickles my heart. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sean, come back, Sean. Yeah. Hey, I, I do have a special request on my part. Oh, okay. Ron Kanata, down at the veterans' uh, office, his air con is out. It's leaking. And uh, anybody know anything about air cons? Yeah, tell him to put his finger in the leak. Stop it, Tom. That's not nice. (laughs) (laughs) How many times have we repaired his air con? I don't know. I I stopped by and checked Did you ask him? No. He said it looked like a brand new air con. It looked like that one up there. Maybe it has a guarantee. I don't know. Why don't you ask these things? You're an investigator. You know, I stopped by the cemetery, the Seabock, and the vet's office, and... I, I just check in. Is everybody okay? You know, I like to hear good news. But he's talking about recertification for him and the others, and hopefully it's going to come about. Well, I soon. don't, you know, based on the budget, I don't know. Tim what, was supposed to be on the show tonight, wasn't he? Well, I, I, I guess, but then Sean said maybe he'll come on next week or the week. Remember, he talked to uh, Tim last week. Okay. So I'm as confused as you are because you look confused, and I'm looking at you, and I'm confused. Don't look at me. <laughs> so, you know, we, we just I just wing it. You know me. I I go with the flow. Okay. But I like, you know, your chair is really... This speaking about chairs... There's an alligator down here pulling on my legs. Yeah, well, I wish an alligator would pull down. on my leg once in a while. That's not an alligator Be, you're looking at, man. These chairs are like uh, bar stools. 
Yeah, you know. And at my age, you know what hurts me a I'm lot? I'm ready to reach for a beer here it's, it's, it's like my back hurts me a lot. They've got to replace these chairs and get more comfortable chairs yeah, well, for senior citizens. Yeah, I got back on this thing, but when I go on the back, you know, the thing goes down. It's like alligator pulling on my legs. Well, I don't want you to get hurt because the TV will hit you in How the head. How does Patty sit on this thing? Well, Patty broke the last chair. Oh, did she? Oh, oh yeah. Don't say that. Okay, I won't tell everybody. Patty broke the chair. <laughs> now we're going to get it. She's going <laughs> to fix this thing. Hurry back, Patty doesn't Sean. listen to the show. Call Come in, on, Patty. Sean. If Kyle's listening, I'm just blaming it on you guys. <laughs> I'll kill Tom when I see him. All right. Oh, one other message. Uh, to the boat base and bottle scratchers, you better leave some smoke and some beer for me. I'll be off here. And uh, you guys be good down there. Don't. Oh, we got a big uh, uh, derby coming this weekend. Shut up and fish. And I think they're going to try to incorporate uh, the, some military guys. Oh, really? Yeah, the military. At where? Where? At is a discount. Down at the Boat Basin. Boat Basin? And okay. And Agate. There's two places oh, okay. of departure. All right. Christine and uh, um, Kindu are doing this thing. They do it periodically. And I think they're including some of the military guys that are going to be want to jump I, on board. I'd like to see if, if we can get something emailed to us or the commission. This way we can make these announcements when people help veterans in the military. So we're not sort well, of in a blind. It's, it's, it's so spontaneous. I though. know, but... Everything's spontaneous. Well, an email can be spontaneous. Remember those roadblocks we had? Oh, <laughs> hey, don't you. Don't you. <laughs> you know, John. Remember those roadblocks? Oh, boy. I remember those roadblocks. Boy, weren't they successful. They was, that was the most stupid thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and I'm serious. Talk about a fishing dirty. That is just... I hooked him. That was basically <laughs> stupid. Oh. I forgot how long that lasted. It lasted probably about a month. You know, I got lucky, and, and did, I didn't really have to deal and with it. it. The idea, I, did, I never got it caught It didn't accomplish one. anything, and the way I saw it is that was insulting the people on Guam, that they can't read and know that they, you can't do this. You, they know that. You give them a form to read. And the poor National Guard fellas, they're out there in the hot sun, <laughs> right, on Marine Corps Drive. And then you had you had to ha get a a sign, essential employee. I'm an essential worker, <laughs> right? You remember that? Come <laughs> on, what kind of idiot nonsense is this? Okay, now. Um, but I'm not mad. We're going to need your blood pressure cup here. I'm not mad, but opinion. I will never forgive. <laughs> but I'm not mad. Trust me. Okay. Who's ever involved in that? Mm, there's no love here. Okay, what do we got coming up on the uh, the agenda? Anything? Well, we got. Well, we can talk about the chairs again. In case anybody. Scamby's Memorial Saturday. Oh yeah, you have broken. You know what is it? I got to repair everything. Got to repair ACs at the VA office. And repair ears at Sorensen Broadcasting. Does this this AC works right? Yeah, because I can't feel my toes. <laughs> yeah, it is chilly in here. Yeah, you mighty know? chilly. You know. And the water's deep, too. Anyway. <laughs> you know, they're killing us tonight, John. They're killing us. Oh, Sean, hurry up and come <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, please, Sean. <laughs> you know, you know, I can't work like this. Any you guys got anything to say out there in Radio Land? Come on. I got something to say if they don't want to say anything. Okay, And say it's not it. about those vicious roadblocks. Okay, thank you. I'm over that. Okay. Roadblocks, roadblocks, roadblocks. The new Secretary of Veterans Affairs. Yes, sir. Mr. McDonough. Yes. McDonough. I am not happy. Uh, the reason I'm not happy 
This is just me, intellectually. I feel the president could have picked someone better. And this is what I mean by better. Someone that maybe, it doesn't matter whether the person's a veteran or not. That, I don't really care about that. A lot of veterans do. A lot of veterans feel that the person should be a veteran, which is fine. I feel that the person that is doing that job should have some type of experience within the VA medical system so they know the system and should have some type of managerial experience within the VA system at one point. This person, and the, and the president can do it, nominated someone and they got the job that doesn't have experience in those fields. And I, I think, I personally just think it's a bad decision. That's, but that's just me. And you know, we go through this every four years, two years or whatever, and we find out they don't make out. You remember the last Secretary of Veterans Affairs that came to Adelope and you were there? Mm-hmm. Right. And what happened to him like three months ago? They had an investigation. He was, you know, doing this and doing that in the office with the females and whatever. I mean, where do they get these people from? Are these just bureaucrats that, uh, I call them political hacks. That's how I do it. So, and you get frustrated with that because we, the veterans themselves are at the, at the bottom. Whatever these people do, we get affected, pro or con. And that's the problem. In many cases, they say, well, you have to give us a chance. You have to give us a chance. You have to give it. You know, every four years, we're giving people a chance. And too many times, we go backwards in certain areas. Not all areas, but in certain areas. And we, as a country, as a people, have got to demand better for the veterans' community. Because we're asking our young men and women to go in the military. We're promising them A, B, or C, whatever it is. And in many cases, we drop the ball as a nation in certain areas. And how do you get people to pick up the arms to go do things? It's only 1% or 2% of the population. Now, not like it was in your time and my time. They had the draft. Everybody was going in, whether you enlisted or whether you got drafted. So we only have a certain core of people, a certain group, that is doing what they have to do for us. The National Guard gets activated, reactivated, activated, reactivated. They're burning out. They're having mental health issues. Okay. So we got a caller, Tom. All right. And this is Ricardo Blas, question for Uncle Johnny. What a question for Uncle Johnny? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Ricardo. I can't hear it. Hello. Can't hear it. I can't hear him. Go Not working. So this phone's fine. No, Call I'll, back. I'll see, him, I'll see him back after the meeting. Okay. All right. Okay. But I think we we owe um, the younger veterans better than what we've been doing in many areas. Mm-hmm. We've got to get, get them to be more positive. And, you know, there's only a certain amount of crew, the group that we have now serving in the military. What's the active military now? About 600,000 and change? Remember, when you, John, when you and I were in, it was over a million. Oh, yeah. Well, we Way had, over a million. We had an active war going Right, on, and we had, know? what, 500 ship Navy. Well, the thing of it is, too, now, th- look at the relativity, this particular word. This particular word. Whatever happens in the states, in the federal government, mm-hmm. 
it's often reflected here on an island. Like, I don't want to say copycats, but, you know, they, they try to reflect the general gist of what's going on. Right. I don't care if it's uh, how you dress, how you talk, the music, what we eat, and things like that. And imagine our, our, our young boys that are just freshly starting out. They need to be directed through by, and, and led by good officers and s staff members and stuff like that. And are they getting that? Are you asking me? Well, the reflection that I'm seeing in, in concourse to relativity mm -hmm. through my grandsons is that somebody somebody's out there cares and is doing the job the staff ncos the the younger officers and the ones that are reaching for acclimation they're they're doing a good job cuz i'm i'm seeing it reflective in in my grandchildren and their 20 30 buddies that they went to school with that come to the house and stuff like that i'm seeing that reflection there but the chain of command starts with the federales. Mm -hmm. That starts, you know, you can be an admiral on Guam, but you still su you got somebody that supersedes you. Right. So that, and like they say, stuff rolls downhill. And how you decipher it and how you distribute it and, and, and get it to the troops, that's another thing. Which is what I, I really admire about Admiral Maloney. He did a great job during a very turbulent time. Mm -hmm. This, this, this uh, pandemic really turned everything around. Our culture, the religion, how you bury your people. You couldn't even be by their side, you know. Mm -hmm. that, that'd be hard for me to take as a warrior. Tell me I can't be by my wife's side or my loved one's side and they're in dire desperation, dying or whatever. That, that'd be hell to pay on somebody's part. Yeah. I think, I think that... This virus has actually checked the world. Oh, it has. Everybody. Look at Definitely. Europe. Oh, yeah. They have, for the most part, national health insurance. Look at their hospitals. Overflowing. Mm -hmm. They never thought this would happen. Primary England. Mm -hmm. England had to shut down the country, you know, almost for I don't know how many weeks. They never thought this would happen. A lot of elected leaders. The prime minister of England got the virus. Mm -hmm. A lot of uh, presidents or prime ministers of European countries have gotten their virus also. Mm -hmm. Not all of them, but many. This is, uh, I think this is a wake-up call for the rich nations. Mm -hmm. That you have to take care of public health. You have to take care of these poor nations. Because the poor nations are going to affect you because they could, if they don't have what they need, where are they going to migrate to? Well, to look at what's going on in Texas right, right now. Right, that's where they're going to go. And All those my kids. concern is Africa. Mm -hmm. No one talks about Africa. It's sort of not even mentioned mm -hmm. in many cases on the news media. All of those millions, billions of people, they don't get medical care for the most part. They don't. Mm -hmm. They're tribal, you know, villages. But if they get sick and they get sick, then they start to migrate to the bigger cities, then they migrate across their country lines. And there's, they don't, you know, there's no geographical barrier, basically. You can walk right across, especially in Africa. 
and how fortunate we are in Guam. Yeah. Uncle Sam's taking good care of his people over here. Now we got our small quips and, oh, and things. You know, you got to, you got your Karens. Yeah. <laughs> Karens. I, I you like that word, huh? I I had to I had to ask one of my grandkids, what does that mean? <laughs> you know those crybabies, the ones that cry all the time. Huh. I said, well, okay, Karen. Yeah. Uh, Every Karen I knew was a heartbreaker. I'll yeah. tell you that. And, she made yeah. me cry. <laughs> and how they develop this, how they develop these vaccines, and how they distribute these vaccines is going to be telling. Mm-hmm. Because when you read some of the news media, Italy is holding on to their vaccines. They're not going to ship their vaccines out of Italy. They're holding on to their vaccines for their people. I'm well, not saying it's a wrong decision. If I'm a political person, I want to help my people before I help anybody else. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That should be but the nature of the beast. The nature of the beast. But if it goes on and the rich nations take care of themselves first, what would be left for the poor? Will there be anything for the poor nations? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I, I look out for. And we have to be careful as a, as a world community, world politics. You know, who, how would you think? Did you ever think a bunch of rebels, Houthis, in Yemen would be shooting guided missiles or these whatever you call them drones at oil wells in Saudi Arabia right did you ever think of that 15 years ago no they shot these these guided missile these drones at the oil wells in Saudi Arabia they hit the they hit the Saudi Arabian oil wells again and the price of gasoline's going up you know nobody ever thought oh, it sure is on Guam right but they're saying <laughs> and what's the price of gas on Guam four something 30? 430. 4.30. Outside. And even on a base, it's probably 280 two or something like that. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, it's it's still going up. It's gradually going yeah, up. Yeah, of course it is. What's going on? Well, What's going on with the world? I don't know. I don't know. You're supposed to have these answers, John. I'm supposed to have these answers? Yes, I look to you what for I guidance. <laughs> As you're sinking down in a chair. <laughs> Cheers. I embrace myself. I finally got a... Half <laughs> my legs are numb, but your legs I, are numb. Oh, okay, that's all right. Yeah, but at least you got a nice cushion chair. Yeah, I got a beer can up my butt sitting in this beer. <laughs> I'm oh. hurting. You think it's funny, John? I'm not laughing. You're not, I'm laughing. not laughing. No, you I got know. a nice chair, and what am I sitting in? A bar stool. You want to trade? I can stand for the next twenty minutes. Well, now it's not going to do me any good. I'm already hurt. <laughs> the damage has been done. Oh, you, you, you'll get over it. The engineer just fell off the chair and passed out. <laughs> she's, she's finished. She's done. She says, I can't do this show anymore with these two. They're crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, seriously, the world is coming to, I don't know what it is. And what you told me this, you know, 20 minutes ago about Japan, I was shocked. Hey, now that's just rumor control. I, I know. I was. I was looking at you and I'm going, "Oh, whoa, 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 that's whoa. just what I heard." Bobby and I heard it, and we said, "What?" Yeah. And I'm, that, what did Tsunami I say? I said Japan. the same. I don't want to be the beginning of spreading no, rumors. No, no. But if it's accurate, oh my lord, save us! You know. We I got think, a caller. I think they're going to call you. Be sure and agitate her. Yeah. But yeah, what do we got in store for the young ones? They just sent off a contingency of red, red, red horse, right? Red, red horse. horse. Yeah. And I thought my my grandson was affiliated with that. He mm-hmm. went on two uh, expedition, two oh, tours with them. Yeah. I guess he, they 
gave him a different job. <laughs> He's lucky. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. John Conception. All right, Johnny. Okay. Got a call from Johnny Conception, GY671. Johnny, you on board? Hey, good evening. Good evening, uh, Mr. Titano and uh, Tom. How you guys doing? Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Good, good, good. Johnny. <laughs> Mr. Great Titan. show. I know, I know. I keep calling you Mr. Tyson and you keep saying, hey, come on. <laughs> I'm a working and, man uh, just like I you. I was going to call in and say, uh, this is Karen on line one, but I don't <laughs> want to upset you. Yeah. That would I have just... been perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, but thanks for mentioning the, the wave on March 26th. I appreciate it. Well, you want to talk a little more about it in regards yeah, to what yeah, it's all just, about? Uh, just trying to organize every veteran organization to show, you know, the, the brothers and sisters that are struggling with PTSD, anxiety, depression, uh, you know, that all that stuff that, you know, they're not alone and they got someone to call or look or someone to, or at least, you know, like me, you know, uh, just be there. That someone's there, you know, just, just to make sure that they know that someone's there always uh, by their side, you know. What's the suicide rate nowadays, Johnny? What's the suicide uh, rate up to? It's, it's like 21, 22 a day nationwide. Nationwide. But, um, yeah, we lost a few in Guam just this past we, month. So. This last week and a half, we lost two. Yeah. Oh, that that reminds me. I, 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 I asked uh, Ron Kanata, I said, Ronnie, in the old days when one of our military personnel committed suicide, how there, there was a, some adversity about that. How is it handled today in regards to our vets? And he responded with me with the truest meaning of, of what it's all about. The last entry on that DD-214 tells you he served honorably. And whatever right. happened afterwards is beyond anything but well you know when you're when you come back when you come back from war and you know you, you can be you can be dandy and you can be all swell for like the first first month first two months year sometimes it doesn't even show to 15 20 years later oh yeah but oh, you know yeah. you have you, you're dealing with these things on a daily basis uh and then it can get to you you know one way or the other but you know with this covid too and, and they're telling us to isolate you know it's like i gotta do it all over again and i finally get out of my shell and then you know we're forced to isolate, you know, which is understandable, you know, but yeah. it, it, this, this COVID really didn't do much uh, justice for us, uh, us, us veterans. So Not at all. You know, it, it changed It played everything. a toll on everybody, you know, it, it, not even a veteran, just everyone in general. So yeah, but that's this... why we have Togi Guam coming out on that wave also uh-huh. to help with, the, with the, the, the folks that are dealing with uh, um, substance abuse and other things that they, they tend to lean toward as a, as a as a way to cope. So they're going to be out there waving as well. And, um, got the national guard on board. You know, it's not a, it's not a march. It's not a walk, but just, I'm standing still holding a sign. There you go. There you and go. And I like to see everyone else, uh, just, uh, fly their banners or their organization flags of honor. And yep. let them know that, you know, they're not alone. The VFW, I'm sure will be there. Tommy. Uh, John, I have a question for you and, you know, sure. you give your opinion or you can tell them, Tell me you don't want to discuss it. That's up to you. Okay. You, you were at the commission meeting. Right. And you've been to numerous commission meetings yourself. Yep. What do you want the commission to do? What 
you know, you were there, you were sitting at the table, you were eyeing the whole group, you know, you were looking around, because I, I was across from I could see Even it. to the video, I believe. <laughs> and uh, what is your sense of the commission? Well, honestly, there's a lot of just complaining. Mm. A lot of complaining, a lot of uh, fingers being pointed at, at uh, the senators and the governor and all that stuff. And I've been stressing it that you, know, you need to get the congressmen involved because the congressman can do stuff at a congressional level. I mean, the state, yeah, I mean, the governor, yeah, they can do stuff on the state level, but that all, our, all our issues are mainly concerned with the VA and the VA hospital. So, I mean, if you come up with, with some complaints, or if you have some something to talk about, at least come with a solution as well. Exactly. I and mean, that's, that's where it drags on is when everyone's just complaining. And not, not, I don't mean everyone. But, you know, I can understand the frustration, too, because, man, things are not getting done. I get it. But, you know, there's a time to complain and a time to come together and, and make solutions. And that's what the commission meeting should be, is the place to come together and create these solutions so we can move forward. But other than that, I mean, I'm just a new guy in there, so. No, you're not. I'm just, you're a I warrior. I just want everyone to get along. Who said that the best? That the Ronnie King. Can't we all just get along? Why can't we all just get along? Oh well, yeah, but you <laughs> they know, beat the hell out of that man. The issue is <laughs> is that you represent younger veterans. Yes. Most right. of the members in the commission are in their seventies. They're going out the door. Yeah. That's the bottom line. And you right. have to get younger people interested in joining veterans organizations, being interested in actually being an officer of a veterans organization. Actually, they are interested. It's just they they don't want to go to the same thing over and over where they just hear people yelling at, and arguing and trying to see who's better than the other person. Because I see it a lot. I see a lot of correcting there. You're like, no, this is how you do it. You, there's a lot of correcting. Um, you know, that mili our military time is gone, man. You don't need to correct anyone on the spot. You pull them to the side and let them know, yeah, you can't do this. You should do that or whatever. But, you know, a lot of uh, King Ding Lings, like I want to be King Ding Ling here. <laughs> and that's what throws off a lot of younger guys is like, you know, still trying to pull rank or still trying to pull whatever the case is and, you know, we're forgetting why we're actually there in the first place. Yeah. But it takes it takes leaders and young warriors and experienced people like yourself to guide well, you know, the, to like guide them you along. You guys are, my, are, are like my mentor and I, I expect you to, to point me in the right direction. You're You're doing fine. And whenever you need help and you call... Hey, right. Tom, Tom's always available. Thing, you know, when they when they wanted us, the GY six seven one, to be a part of a uh, of the PTSD suicide uh, prevention campaign. You know, I, yeah, you can appoint us to be there, but man, when we ask for support, at least show up. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, why are you going to appoint us to do something, and then when it's time to do to let's get dirty, no one wants to show up. You know, oh. that's just my opinion. You asked, I told you. That's okay. No, that's I've, that's what we want. The you truth. Ha, you have to hear these things. Yeah, you yeah. have to hear it. Did you get a hold of Auntie Bobby? Did you get her I bio? Did, or? I did. We're gonna try for this Friday because I know you guys have a meeting tomorrow, and you didn't even announce that. We have a meeting tomorrow. <laughs> did you know? <laughs> The 26th? Oh, I'm looking for my calendar. <laughs> the military, the Purple Heart. <laughs> oh, that's right. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, the, the purple heart. We're supposed to. Hey, you know, I, I, my calendar is full too because it reminds me when to breathe. 
Well, you keep busy and stay steady on your stay steady on your course, warrior. Because yeah, you're, so, the, so, you're the yeah, leader so of the next also generation. Doing, um, eight eight o'clock uh, Zoom meetings with like other soldiers, just you know, talking story, and then we're trying to do the Zoom with the spouses, which your wife is going to take part of. So I'm glad she's on board. We need someone with her with her expertise, and I I tell her when you get home, I really appreciate her stepping up. Okay, well, she's listening to the show, I'm sure, so she's hearing everything you're saying. Before you go, can we get, um, again, the time and place for the wave so we could post it to our Facebook? Sure. It's uh, March 26th at uh, 4.30. We're going to start at the Chief Kapua Park. Um, yeah, the Chief Kapua Park there, and then six feet social distance. If I have to put everyone in formation and extend to the left, I will. But... Um, <laughs> We want to make sure everyone's spread out, so uh, starting at the Pisapua Park and then make our way down toward uh, Tomorrow Village on the sidewalk. Yeah. And so forth and so forth. Hopefully we can reach Adelou. <laughs> that would be great. That would be a great sight That would to be see. awesome. That would be awesome. And this is just the beginning. We're going to do more uh, more with veteran organizations coming together as one, uh, putting our, our differences, you know, to the side during the commission meetings and whatnot, and then making at least an hour our, you know, a month of our time to enjoy ourselves, to enjoy the fresh air, to enjoy to enjoy what the purpose is that we're trying to do as an organization. Yep. So we need that. Everyone needs that. Yep. We have a lot of disheartened, disgruntled, disillusioned, <laughs> disillusioned people on Guam, whether it's oh, yeah. COVID we're gonna make them, or PTSD. We're going to make them mad down there because going to cause traffic. There but you for go. a good cause. <laughs> of course. Okay, well, listen, Johnny, anything else you got coming up? I got a lot, man, but you're running out of time, and I got to hit on the Zoom, but I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be on next week, for, and I'll remind everybody. And uh, Okay. Yeah, and then we'll go from there. Okie dokie. Then right. uh, we're going to cut you loose, and uh, you stay safe, and be, we'll, we'll see you definitely on the 26th. MOPH right. will be there. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate okay, it. Okay. Take it easy. Take it easy. All right, goodbye. Hey, who's got this flag for MOPH? Tony had it, but he died. I wonder if Nick's got it? I'll, I'll check tomorrow. Why don't you just call him up and do it? Yeah. I don't. You know, MOPH loses more flags. We lose more people. We're down to 10, I, know, I think. But we, we've always, we could never account for flags. We order them, we get them, we... You know, we get Nick them. gives them out. Nick gives them out, and then he doesn't remember who gives it out to, or the person, like you said, passes away, and yay, you know. okay, things happen. You know, things happen. Yeah, you know. cost us money for flags. Yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> who's going to be the next treasurer? <laughs> Mister Kasaka, he's well, going to be our next treasurer. Well, he better get on the ball with the, the money. <clears throat> well, there's a lot of money to be made, you know. Yeah, well. And then, and they spend money, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. We got the convention also, coming yeah, up Yeah, and also next we have weekend. to figure out what's going to happen with um, National. How, what are they going to do? What's their game plan? Good question. Yeah. You know. We need some straight answers from the people in National Headquarters. Yeah. Are you going to be around? Are you not going to be around? Don't tell us the last minute you're going to dissolve, and that's it. Well, it's like the commission itself. You know, every now and then they get a boost. Everybody shows up. Yeah. Then 
slowly over the next six months. They dwindle as it goes along. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep people intact on Guam, you know? It's like the lady that was the young girl that was sitting by the Sea of Galilee looking up on the rock and sitting there was the Lord. And she looked at him and said, Lord, can you tell us about Guamanians? And he thought for a minute and he looked and he put his hand on his shoulder and said, my dear, let me tell you, Guamanians, where they are gathered five or more in my name, it's either a barbecue or a dope deal. I just made that up. But it's true. <laughs> Engineer just passed out. She's finished. She's done. She's done for the day. She's out. This is. Oh, it's been. A, Sean, you got to come back quick. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. Yeah. You know? But you've been doing this show. It's a good experience, right? Yeah, it's to a sit there. Huh? To sit in that chair. It, 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 it humbles you sometimes. Very much. Oh, there, <laughs> We don't go that route, but, you know. He can't get over the chair. I know. It's like he's a midget. Okay. Okay, I'm going to let go, okay? Okay, let go. Here it goes. No, no, no. Oh, Lord save us all. Hey, it was a good show. I loved it. It was very enlightening. You know, we talk about serious, but you have to laugh and joke. If we can't. And we laugh and joke at ourselves. If we can't, you're not human. You're not human. Yeah, that's it. You know, you've got to find some humor in and everything. But a couple things again. We got um, Colonel Scamby's memorial this Saturday at 9.30 at, at down at the Vet Cemetery. And once again, we'd like to thank Admiral Manoni for your time here and every, all the service you've given us. And uh, we wish you a safe bomb voyage. Yep. Bomb voyage. Bomb voyage. But what? She's laughing again. Why is everybody laughing? That is how it's spelled, though. What? That is how it's spelled, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, between hey, the two of you dude. in the chair and Mike, the chair that I'm sitting in, you know, I can't feel my toes. What's happening? I, because the the blood. You had the in this place <laughs> yeah, the or blood something. Flow, <laughs> the blood flow was stopped at my hips. I don't know. You're glowing like a spark plug. I know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But anyway, I've, all you vets out there in Radio Land, we hope you enjoyed the show. I hope that we enlighten you on a few facts and figures and things. And and you all be safe. If you have you any know? complaints, call Patty, like John said. Yeah, don't call me. Call Patty in the morning. <laughs> She's going to get you, Tom. <laughs> me! Anyway, so you all have a good, safe evening. This is Johnny and Tom saying good night.